Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Life the way I love her. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Yeah, um, they give us good work. Armstrong, he's been giving me good work. I mean, he's got way better since the spring. That's the crazy part about it. And I can see it whenever I go against him. Every day, Tyrone coming out there going hard. He had an injury in the spring, but he's back and he's doing pretty well. Everyone gives me their best whenever I'm out there. It's good work, and I appreciate it because we all straining. And they know that I'm not trying to let them win anything. They want to win every group of things, so I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live. From the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today, and thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's a Trigger Tuesday, and we're going to talk about things that are bothering us here in the world sports. Just a second. You can call or text in, though, 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And uh, before we get to Trigger Tuesday, though, we had a few people texting in on the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Uh, they were wanting us to, to discuss a few things, and uh, this actually comes from uh, Matt Hart on our text line. It says, uh, when will we hear about the tailgate for the first game? Well, it's already being planned, and we already got it going on right now. The tailgate party is going to be September 2nd, the first game of the Razorback football season at War Memorial Stadium, behind the Double Bs at Fair Park in Markham. So if you've been to the tailgate before over the past few years, it's the same location we've been at. Uh, but it's very conveniently located right there next to the uh, the War Memorial Stadium that you'll be able to come out and see us. Right so. across the street. You yeah. can't miss it. Yeah, we'll have buzz tents and uh, a lot of fun out there, too. And it's, uh, it's something that we look forward to. Oh, I'm just hoping. I know it's going to happen. I'm just hoping it's not incredibly miserably hot. Like, just, just make it fine. Like, not terrible. Yeah, <laughs> you never know about the beginning of September in Arkansas. It could be... At a time where it's cooled off a bit, but usually it's not. I don't even know. Like like today. Today yeah. is a perfect example of that. Yeah. It's pretty cool outside and, you know, well out of the norm for this time of the year. Yeah. And then, you know, at that point in time, who knows, it'll snow in September for all we know. Like, you just never can bank on it. But, yes, we're doing the Buzz Tailgate event. It's going to be September 2nd, and it's going to be right there behind the Double Bs at Fair Park and Markham. So be sure to come on out for that. And also from Hog Fan James, he says, guys, my dad is 74 years old and he's a huge Florida State fan. What do you think the odds are that the SEC will add them? I'd love to hear your pros and cons about that. Well, as we've talked about, the SEC is listening. And to be able to add someone like Florida State school like that, it would be quality if the SEC wanted to go in that direction. The problem that has been there in the past, though, is Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, Florida has kind of blocked something like that as far as with Florida State, Miami, and really looking into it. And that's not to say that they had, you know, they're so outspoken to the point where, you know, the SEC is going to say, well, if Florida's against it, we're not doing it. But there have been issues in the past with even thinking about it because of Florida and wanting to protect them. Yeah, I always thought that that was the case of certain teams getting in or not getting in, whatever it may be. But I feel like, not that it's fully gone away and they wouldn't consider it, but after Texas joined, and you know Texas A&M probably didn't want them to join, uh, after that happened, I think the SEC is like, you know what, 
since we have all the power, you can either leave the conference if you have an issue with it, or you can just shut up and let them come into the conference. I think that that's probably the angle they're going to do. So if Florida State wants to join the SEC and the SEC would be interested in bringing Florida State in, I, I don't see what would be the holdup there. I don't think there'd be really any major cons unless, you're, again, like you're a Florida fan, something to that extent, but... I mean, you talk about that just adds to the rivalry within the state. Yeah, it adds to the rivalry. It becomes a conference game instead of a non-conference game. So Florida may has may have a little bit more because like they're playing Utah and Florida State this year. Like Florida is in their non-conference, so it it could open up more opportunities that way. Um, I think it's great for all the other teams in the SEC because you get to play another big brand of a team in Florida State. The more often, and not only just in football, but they've got a, a good basketball program down there, Leonard Hamilton. They got a uh, good baseball too, and so I, I don't think there would be really any cons to adding Florida State to the SEC. Not at all. Yeah, I'd, I'd but you're looking it. at a couple of conferences. It would be either SEC or Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Twelve, there could be a possibility there, but it would be more likely SEC or Big Ten. Personally, I'd rather have Miami if I had my druthers between Florida State and Miami joining the SEC. But but it's about two teams at that right. point. You're not going to just add one, so maybe they become a package deal. I'd be fine with it. I'd like to take a road trip to Miami. I mean, it's a good, cool place. I think I hear they got stuff to do down there. So yeah, that like that's again comes to the whole craziness. I'm not saying Miami would join, but you know we've seen like yesterday when it was being reported that Cal and Stanford are looking to join the ACC. And the absurdity. It's like I can't imagine, you know, Arkansas fans say, we're going to go down to the conference game in Miami. You know, it's, it Wouldn't seems that be absurd. Nice? Oh, it'd be great. Like, especially if it's like later in the year when the weather's getting cold here, you get to enjoy a little bit more down there and uh, live it up on South Beach and have a good old time. Is, is their campus, is it Coral Gables is where their campus yes. is at? Okay. Yeah. I've been to Miami a few times and I meant to go visit the campus one time. I just was curious to see it, but um, I'm sure it's pretty nice and I'm sure it's, uh, is it, is it a private school still? Is it, I don't remember if it was a private school or not. I remember it's very tough to get into. Yeah, it is that for yeah. sure. Couldn't remember if it was a, a private school or not, but yeah, between Florida State and Miami, I'd welcome them all. Like there's not really a team at this point, folks, that at least me personally, I would be against joining the SEC. Like if you told me Clemson was joining the SEC, I wouldn't be like, oh, but no, this is out of hand. This is too much. Like, I, and I don't see any team right now that I would be anti them getting into the SEC because it, it's just the way it's going. And the bigger the conference, the more different teams you can play. And I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. So the more the barrier at this point in time. Especially when you're talking about quality schools. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Clemson, Florida State, Miami, uh, North Carolina has been thrown around. I think that would be great. So, for football, basketball, and baseball, but, I mean, we, who knows? Who knows at this point in time? Like, tomorrow could be an announcement that Ohio State's joining the SEC. Like, obviously, that'd be far-fetched. But that's it's just so random right now and unexpected. You don't know what's going to happen here in the next few days. But to answer your question, Hawkfan James, I think uh, we'd all be in favor of Florida State joining. It'd be I've never been to Tallahassee. I don't know if that's uh, if I'm missing out or anything, but it would be pretty fun to, to see uh, some Florida State matchups against some SEC teams pretty frequently. All right, well, it is a Trigger Tuesday, so let's go ahead and jump into what's bothering us in the world of sports. I'm angry. I'm I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now. Trigger Tuesday, where you let everyone know what's offended you in the world of sports on Out of Bounds. All right, this is Trigger Tuesday, and I'll go ahead and start off with this uh, pretty... Big story. I don't know if uh, everyone has heard about this, but Baltimore Orioles broadcaster Kevin Brown got removed from the broadcast yesterday. He was doing the broadcast, and he said some of the most asinine, inappropriate, horrendous comments you would ever hear, ever hear on a broadcast for anything on television, much less sports. I mean, this is terrible. I can't believe he would say these things. Take a listen to what Kevin Brown had to say that got him removed from the broadcast yesterday. Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. 
You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale, June 25th, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the top this year after winning three of 18 the previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the no. Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this division every day but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. Can you believe he said that? Can you believe he said that <laughs> oh, on the airway? Too negative. Mike. It was over the top. Absurd. That that comment, folks. That minute-long clip right there is what got him removed from the MASN broadcast simply because he referred to Baltimore's lack of success against the Tampa Bay Rays. The audacity. Can't even state facts anymore. It's so dumb. And it, it like I just I thought it was a joke at first. I'm like, okay. Was there something else maybe said, or maybe there was a problem? Like, maybe there were people that it wasn't the comments. Maybe there's some technical difficulties. Maybe he had some health issue. Like, surely that wasn't it of how it got it removed. No, 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 that was that was it. That was it. And I, listen, we're in broadcasting here on this show and on this station, and there's a lot of things that get said, and a lot of positive, a lot of negative, a lot of things that may be pushing the envelope a little bit at times, but... Uh, I can't imagine anybody feeling comfortable, no matter what, removing somebody for just stating facts. And in fact, I felt like he was almost being like in a complimentary way of saying, hey, this team with the Orioles is rolling right now. They have struggled here, but this is how long it's been. But now you got to feel good about going in and taking care of business and winning this series. Like, I, I, that's the way I took it, but they, they removed it. They don't want to hear about the struggles. They just want to hear about the great times and the great things the team has going on. Yeah, because the Orioles have so much of that. <laughs> Jeez. So anyways, uh, it looks like the reports are saying, though, he is going to return to the broadcast booth on Friday. Well, that's good. So that's good to know, but I, I just cannot believe that was a legit story of how they removed him for that. That's that's soft. That is so soft. Good for him coming back on, and good for him stating facts and sticking with it. I hope he continues to do that, but what a weak move by the Baltimore Orioles organization. What triggers me is some of the hate that goes out towards the women's U.S. women's national team. Now, criticism is deserved as far as their performance, the play that was there, but it's almost like people wanted them to fail or couldn't wait for them to fail to be able to bring out some of these things that they're throwing their way. Where was this before? Like, they were winning, and so if you felt this way about them, why wasn't it stated before, and there have been personal attacks on certain players because of their views outside the game of soccer, but it's like, if you felt that way, why didn't you say anything before? You waited on them to fail. You waited on this moment to bring it out to really just kind of pounce on them. And uh, so that triggers me because should have said something a long time ago and, and not just waiting on the moment. But that's what happens in sports all the time. They wait on a moment where somebody is down and everybody wants to pile on while that person is down. Yeah, because I like, you know, politics aside, like you can agree or disagree. And, I, and I've always have felt and this is just my opinion. That the less you have, you know, your political side of things on the forefront and you're in that state or if you're in that realm of, of sports or whatever, the less issues you're going to have for people, you know, rooting for, against you or hoping you fail, even if you're on a team that they want to root for or whatever. Like, it's going to cause those problems. However, it goes back to what you said, Joe. It, it, everybody does. It's almost like a human nature. Like, we see it all the time in sports, whether it's players or coaches. Everything's great if you're winning or no one's saying anything if it's winning, but if you have that one struggle or everything, people are going to bring up that DUI you got last year. You know, or they're going to bring up uh, that, that time that, uh, you know, you got uh, busted for drugs. Like it's going, they're going to bring up negative things when you fail to just pile on. And, and that's kind of what I've, I've always said. And I mean, again, politics aside or anything, it's, it sucks because it's just it's the way it is, and it's no matter who it is, it's going to be that way. But it is annoying how uh, it, it just it comes that way and comes out to the forefront. And, you, and then you got people going on the defensive side for all of them. It's, yeah, it's just a mess that does seem so unnecessary. There was even a meme put out where you saw Sweden on one side of it and you saw the U.S. on the other side, and it was like one of these teams loves their country, mm -hmm. and they're really excited about playing and winning, and then there's the other. Oh, yeah, see, there's... There's going to be a lot of those uh, memes coming. I've saw, I saw so many of them. Some of them were pretty clever. I'll give them that. Some of them were pretty funny. But, 
yeah, that uh, that's uh, unfortunate that it had to be that way. Uh, another thing, though, that I'll throw in that has triggered me, uh, at least in the world of sports, we'll call it sports, barely sports, but it is sports nonetheless, is that uh, EA Sports, the video game company, for those of you who may not know, they've made some of the, been around forever for one, but uh, mainly have been known for their Madden video game series. Madden's been around a long time, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's the, still the highest-selling sports franchise of all time. And, you know, it, they've never really had any competition at EA Sports. They've had uh, NBA games like NBA 2K has become very popular and is, to me, a much uh, better and superior product. But if you're a video game person, EA Sports announced officially that next year, next summer, is when their college football game will be coming back out, which has not been around since 2014, 2013, 2014. And I was one of those guys that played it all the time as a kid. And and I know people are excited about it finally coming back now with NIL being a part of it, because that's the reason it went away, thanks to Ed O'Bannon. But what triggers me about that is not that the game is being put out or, or anything, but it's like the more I read about it, and the more that the hype comes around it and the excitement that comes around it is the more I'm like, this game's going to suck. And it, it, it's because EA Sports, I feel like they've done a horrible job with Madden over the past eight years. Like it has not been the same. And they're going to put, they're going to strip it down to as bare minimum as possible because they know idiots like me are going to go out there and spend $70 on it because it's nostalgia and I want to buy it and I want to play it and I'm going to do it. And they're going to rake in the money. And they're going to have all these different uh, microtransactions. And, you know, the graphics aren't going to be great. And the gameplay's not going to be great. But, hey, you can get a, a cool new jersey that you only pay five bucks for. Like, it, it's going to be that way. And that's what it looks like just more I'm reading. And it just makes me mad and upset how it's, it's become something like that. I feel like today's day and age, and this is not just in video games but in everything, I don't know if it's because of us or it's because of the people who make the product and the content. Why is everything so nostalgia-based? Like, everything seems to be like, just throw these member berries at people. Like, hey, like all these reboots. Hey, remember this movie? How great it was? And, you know, these sequels. Hey, remember how great this was? Or, or cameos. Hey, remember how great this was? It's like in everything. And I don't know if it's just the lack of creativity. I don't know if it's because it's easy and convenient and they know they'll get money. But it's just, I don't know. I get really frustrated by the amount of nostalgia that gets thrown around. And it's going to be the same thing with this NCAA football game. But I'll still buy it because I'm an idiot, and I'm I enjoyed that time in my life like wait like just waiting, waiting until NCAA football came out on my PlayStation Two so I get the rosters playing with Matt, as Matt Jones, you know had a had a speed on the video game of 82 even though I'd increase it up to 91 because Matt Jones was faster than that like it was a, a lot big, faster yeah like I was always so mad about that when they were like put uh, his senior year I'll never forget it was an NCAA football 2005. Because it always go the year before, but it was a 2004 season, and they put his speed at 81, and I'm like, y'all must be crazy. <laughs> have you seen this guy? Like, have you seen how fast he moves? But that's like the stuff I remember. And I, again, it's not going to change, and I'm going to buy it. But I'm just really bummed that it's going to be that because I know it's going to be that, and so many people are going to spend money, and the more people spend money on it, they're going to make another one next year. It's going to be the same and not as good because just bringing in the money. That's how it is. But, yeah, that also triggers me, too. Triggers me whenever uh, players put out their list of maybe best all-time at certain positions. Hmm. Just that um, the overreaction to some of these lists. Now, Dr. J put out a list of his top ten NBA players, which it deserves some criticism because he had players only from certain eras. Like, the youngest players on the list were 60, and it was Jordan and Carl Malone. So you can imagine what the rest of the list looked like. He didn't include any of the present-day players, Shaq, Tim Duncan, uh, Steph Curry, Kobe. No, like nobody was on that list under a certain age. So Steelers receiver George Pickens put out a top five receivers list here recently. And there was one outlier, but once again, it, it triggers to uh, go over the top about somebody's personal opinion in their list. Top five is crazy. Boy. Calvin Johnson. Yeah. And this all time. This all time. All time. Yeah. Yep. yep. One, Calvin. Two, I'm going to have to go Randy. Randy Moss. Yeah, okay. Market. Three, Jerry Rice. Mm. Rice. You know. Four, Julio. Five, this is my personal favorite, me. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> Say no more. Say no more. Uh, five, one of my guys that I used to watch, that I always used to watch, this is me, is Michael Crabtree. That's mm. my hey. Okay. This is your list. Yeah. This is your list. Michael so that's Crabtree. the one that everybody was going crazy about, Michael Crabtree in his top five. But 
he did go over the top in saying, this is my personal favorite. Yeah. So he, he included him within that top five. See, I think there's a difference if you say it, these are my fa- top five favorite and then the top five, like, greatest. Like, but, but think so. Of, yeah, think about that list also. He didn't have Jerry Rice number one. No. He had, he had Calvin number three. Johnson number one. He didn't have T.O. in the top five. No, didn't have T.O. in the top five. Jeez, yeah. Well, again, everyone's got their own little list. Everyone can, you know, have their opinions on it. But, yeah, Michael Crabtree's the one that kind of, I don't know about all so that. So there were plenty of memes about that where it was like you'd see uh, the one with the horse standing on the balcony. Yeah. And it was kind of like, you know, <laughs> this person is, is by themselves and they should be by themselves or shouldn't be included here. Yeah. And then there was another where it was like, hey, man, there's a polar bear wandering around Arlington, Texas. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so there were uh there were some good ones. Yeah. But that was from All Things Covered podcast with Brian McFadden and Patrick Peterson. Hmm. Yeah, cuz like I've I that's why I always try to when you know list gets put out by a coach, former coach player whatever it is, especially when it comes to uh ranking players, I always want to make sure I read exactly what they said because sometimes people will see only their top five and they think it's oh their top five of all time but they'll actually say these are my top five favorite wide receivers or my top so it's like i always want to make sure i read that because i'm like do i want to get mad for no reason <laughs> don't i don't want to do that but everyone's again everyone's got their own opinion on it and that's what makes it interesting so uh we've also got a few of you texting in on our southern structural solutions text line as well as our asher record life and feedback getting in on trigger tuesday so we'll Definitely uh, read some of those on the other side of the break and continue to bring those in. 501-661-1037. We got a lot more Out of Bounds coming up next. Stay with us. Stack Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair presents Factor Crap. Each week on Morning Mayhem, listen for your chance to play on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. Sports Center. Team USA men's basketball held an exhibition against Puerto Rico last night and rolled to a 117-74 win. Anthony Edwards and Cam Johnson led the team in scoring with each having 15 points. Bobby Portis had 11 points in 10 minutes, while Austin Reeves had 9 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists in 19 minutes. This was the first of five exhibitions for Team USA. They'll be hoping to avenge the poor performance of four years ago as the U.S. finished 7th, which was the worst finish for any American men's team in a major international tournament. Next up for Team USA, they'll travel to Spain to face Slovenia on Saturday. And the Arkansas Travelers get back to action tonight as they face the Midland Rockhounds with first pitch set for 6.30. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Morning Mayhem on location Wednesday at Hunter's Refuge in Whitehall for their 25th anniversary sale. Save up to 75% on select items and prices slashed throughout the store to only 25 bucks. Sale kicks off Wednesday with Morning Mayhem on location at Hunter's Refuge. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler. Always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family owned and operated built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agents Jason Daly or Richard Yeager in Little Rock and ask about Shelter's competitive rates. For more than a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. 
Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The latest workplace survey is in, and the results might not be so appetizing. Michelle? 68% are 83% tired of sandwiches, and 19% want 43% more vegan options. 92% wish we'd use Easy Cater, while all but one respondent wants Steve from accounting to stop microwaving fish. Newsflash! Finding food that makes everyone happy is hard. But at Easy Cater, we make hard easy. With over 100,000 restaurants to satisfy every taste, order 24-7 at easycater.com. Parents, are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands-free Skechers slip-ins. Footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. And they're available in all types of Skechers styles with and without laces. And most are machine washable. Find Skechers slip-ins for kids or mom and dad at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. Skeletor stole my radio, and I want to hear Gluttony unplugged this Saturday at 9 a.m. Skeletor has never stooped so low. I want to hear Scott Romine for myself. <laughs> Do something, He-Man. By the power of Gluttony. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Let me just quote the late, great Colonel Sanders, who said, I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. On 1037 The Buzz. Out of bounds here on a triggered Tuesday. Appreciate everybody listening in and messaging and texting in on our Southern Structure Solutions text line. Got a lot of people that uh, were chiming in as far as uh, what triggers them on a triggered Tuesday. Text comes from the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. This one was a, uh, I almost say a good one because it wasn't good, but it was still something that I can totally understand. This comes from Alec. He says, uh, what triggers him on Trigger Tuesday? He says, how about Colin Cowherd putting Dwayne Haskins on his QBs that can't win a Super Bowl list? I listened to that clip. He did that today. Today? Today. This morning. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he was going through the quarterbacks, and he listed Dwayne Haskins as one of them. I was like, oh, yeah, that geez, had, that had to be a mistake. I think it was, and I think it was an honest mistake. Yeah. But, oof. Yeah, can't can't be doing that. Can't be doing that. But, yeah, I, I did hear that, and that's... Uh, that's did also he, did he mean Justin Fields? I, say, I, I don't know who he meant. Just the clip I watched. Maybe he uh, addressed it and fixed it afterwards. I'm not sure. But yeah, uh, he, he was just going through a list of guys that he said before, and then he's going through and then talked about guys this year, and he mentioned Dwayne Haskins. So I don't know who he was maybe meaning or what. Maybe he's just ill-informed. I'm not sure. But, yeah, that was a, that was a pretty bad one. Uh, also from our Southern Structural Solutions text line, this comes from the 501. Says what triggers? He says, "Happy Tuesday." Here's what triggers me. Quite frankly, the endless moving of teams and conferences, which will undoubtedly continue. I'm with JM on this one, Justin Moore. That and uh, then all this movement in college football regarding NIL, the transfer portal, and conference realignment, we are witnessing the very death of college sports as we know it. Or, in the words of Gordon Gecko from the movie Wall Street. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Greed clarifies, cuts through, and captures the essence of the evolutionary spirit. Greed in all of its forms. Greed for life, for money, for love, knowledge, has marked the upward surge of mankind. Welcome to the self-destruction of college sports. I'm feeling pretty strong about that 501. I can... uh, I'm not saying I agree with everything you say, because I don't think it's that extreme. There are things that are concerning or things that are uncertain because you just don't know. And when you're uncertain, you get kind of scared that it'll change. But I guess the the whole way that I've always been looking at this is I know that sports evolve in ways. And sometimes it evolves in major ways and other times it doesn't. But at the end of the day, we're still sports fans. And why are we sports fans? Why do we root for the teams that we do? Why do we enjoy the sports that we enjoy? 
Is it the stuff surrounding it, or is it what happens on that field? What, is it, what happens on that game day? What happens with the winning and losing? Like To me, that's why I love football, and that's why I love college sports. Is Of course, all the pageantry, traditions, and stuff go along with it, but at the end of the day, as long as my team is still there being represented and still playing football and having it in Arkansas and having it in the SEC or whatever – I'm still going to enjoy it, and I think most people who love college football now are still going to enjoy it. They're still going to watch it. It's just the stuff behind the scenes have changed. But the essence of football is still what makes people love it so much. There are people that may not like what's going on, but this is something that everybody knew that this day was coming, and it's not something that caught everybody by surprise. This has been five years in the works, if not longer, that we've been talking about the possible expansion of conferences, realignment of conferences, going back to NIL, players getting paid. We knew that the day was going to come where things would change to this degree, where it was going to look more similar to what's going on at the pro level, more so than college and amateur sports. So may not like it, may, may not have ever cared for it, probably won't ever care for it, but this day was coming and it's, it's been there all along that we knew it would happen and maybe there were people that didn't feel like it was going to happen as soon as it has but uh it's something that we all knew about and i think it also maybe throws people off of just all of it happening and changing at once i'm sure that's probably pretty overwhelming too where transfer portal nil conference realignment college football playoff all of that bam right in a four or five year span so it's probably the sudden movement that has really changed a lot of people's minds and, and hearts about it. And again, I'm not hating on anybody. If you have issue with it or if you don't like it, I'm not going to try to change your mind or think that you're dumb. It's, it's just a matter of, of your own personal opinion. I think that there are traditions and feeling about amateur sports that have always been around that seems pretty magical about it. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, anything that makes as much money as what college football does, people are going to find ways to continue to make more money. And, you know, like for something as simple as NIL – I look at it as, you know, you look at it a negative or a positive, but I look at it as a positive because, you know what, it's going to help my team be better. <laughs> you know, like at the end of the day, if Arkansas Razorback football ever wins a national championship, which I hope happens in my lifetime, not holding my breath, but if they ever did, am I going to care about how much those guys got paid? Am I going to care about, <laughs> am I going to care about what conference they're in? Am I going to care about, you know, what, what the, you know, what the uh, transfers and where they came from the school before? No. I'm going to care about my Arkansas Razorbacks hoisting a national championship trophy. And I think most people will, is what it's going to come down to. So, But I get it. It's scary. It's scary. But it's still you're still going to see your football team on Saturdays. They're still going to be playing. That's the bottom line. That's all that matters. Also, uh, Taylor and Cabot uh, text in. He says, what triggers him is when Wes Moore says Dak Prescott is a top six or seven quarterback in the NFL. Uh, he says uh, all these quarterbacks are ahead of Dak. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, Kirk Cousins, and Deshaun Watson are all above Dak Prescott. Okay. So. There, there's the case of another list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And man. disagreeing with from one list to the next. That's right. Do you have to- Dak as a top ten quarterback in the NFL? No. No, but I have him on the outside he looking be, in. Yeah, he'd be right on the outside. Yeah. And it's nothing against Dak because I actually like Dak. It's just... You got to look at the like those like a lot of those players that Taylor just listed and like take over Dak. So everybody's got their opinion on it. And also, uh, Joey Russellville says the goal was four super conferences when it started. Suddenly, it's been four to five years in the making. No, I'm not saying that the goal. I don't think we're saying that the goal was uh, you know oh they want to go to four super conferences. But I think that everyone could see how conferences were changing. You know, you had Oklahoma and Texas joining, then you had. And before that, you had Texas A&M and Missouri joined the SEC. You had Nebraska going to the Big Ten. You had Colorado going to the Pac-12. Uh, I forgot which year it was, but when Miami, Virginia Tech, and Boston College joined the ACC, leaving the Big East. Like, conference realignment has happened in, in its history, like, everywhere. Arkansas leaving to go to the SEC. It's happened everywhere. It's just now, it's based so... It's not based on it, at least from the regard of fans, but when the schools and everybody, it's based on how much money because more money you get, the better things you got going on for you, and it's just, again, happening all at once. That's the biggest difference. If the this, domino effect. Right. If this thing was a 10-year stretch of all these teams jumping, nobody would say a thing. But because in here in the past like five minutes, we've had 
teams from the West Coast joining the ACC, you know, like craziness like that, it's hard to keep up with. But it's been going on forever. And I think everybody kind of felt like there were going to be conferences that were going to continue to expand and other conferences that were going to continue to dwindle. It's just, it's just the reality. Now it's kind of to the point of where does it end? And there are people that probably don't see an end in sight simply because there's been so much movement here recently and now they're wanting to know you know where it ends and they want to just know where to pick up from and and now this is what it is and everybody understands what it looks like but right you know right as of this moment we don't know there could continue to be more movement and uh and that's why it's so scary for some people yeah it's a food situation you don't want the labor pains you just want the baby is what most people are looking at too and, hey, here's a great counter from uh, from the 870. What triggers me is all the complaining about change. Hey, it's part of life. There you go. It, it is it's definitely that. Yeah, because, I mean, I mean, Joe, I know that, you know, look at all the sports league. Would you say the NFL has changed pretty dramatically in the past 20 years? Is, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and the NFL, they look to make changes every year as yeah. far as some of the rules and some of the elements of the game. So that's something they – it may not be major changes right. all the time, but they're always looking to – try to improve the game year in and year out i don't want to speak for everybody but folks i am telling you right now do you know how many people were fired up about the fact that they were having a pitch clock in baseball you know people were mad about that they're like why are you changing it and not everybody i know but i have a lot of good friends that are diehard baseball fans you know what they say now they like the pitch clock they like the fact that the games get over quick or or they may not notice it as much like they may have noticed it at the beginning but now that it's been there for a year, you don't notice it. Yeah, so it's like maybe some of this change will be for the good. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll like having Texas and Oklahoma in a conference. Maybe you'll like seeing Cal Berkeley playing Miami. Like, I don't know, but wait till it plays out before you start throwing a fit because I think that there's, there's a reason that you have to, you know, see how it plays out and see how it goes and just wait on it. And that's, that's There was right something that happened uh, here recently within the past few days where – There was a player that was about to strike out, and because the pitcher didn't get in on the pitch clock, then the player was able to take the base, and once that player got on base, then the team went on to win the game. So there is some kind of consequence to it, but players know what the consequences are, and sometimes that could have an effect on not only the player but the team. Because I feel like the – I'm not saying I've seen every single baseball game this season in majors, but – I feel like the frequency of those strikes or balls getting called because of the pitch clock are pretty few and far between. Like it's not a it's not something that's happening two or three times every game. Uh, I even remember on the college baseball level, I went down to Arlington to see Razorback baseball play in that uh, college baseball showdown or whatever it was called. And I remember in the first game or two, there were a few uh, pitch clock violations for both both teams because they were just getting used to it. Exactly, because as the season went on. Did it happen still on occasion, but you get used to it. You adjust. You play, especially when you're a professional player, even college players. You adjust. You get out there. You you, you do what you need to do. Uh, the only thing that some, for whatever reason, can't people can't figure it out, and I think it's more of an officiating thing, is targeting. That's the one thing that nobody can figure out what it is, what it's not, and what, what, what it calls for. It They're not even looking to make changes to that either. After so much discussion from the outside, then sometimes they take that into account. They listen to it. With targeting, they're not even worried about it. They're not worried about making any changes. Yeah, which is so annoying. Can't wait to see. Uh, no, I, like again, I understand the spirit of the rule, but still, one of the dumbest things I've ever seen is when uh, Hayden Henry had to sit out for the first half of the Cincinnati game, uh, or the first game of last year against Rice, because he got ejected in the second half against Alabama the year before. That's dumb. That type of thing is what's really annoying. But still, you got to change with the times. It's the way it's going. And you can agree or disagree, but it's here to stay. We have a lot more because we got Razor Hog Update presented by True Service coming up. Got some audio to play for you and talk more about Razorback Fall Camp. You won't want to miss it, so you better stay tuned here on Out of Bounds. <laughs> 
We're outside the travel agency, a cannabis store that's got everyone buzzing. When I walked in, I felt like I was in the elite of the skies, like I'm about to get elevated and lifted in the best way. Got the important essential things. I need sleep, so tinctures, salves to relax my body, right? The best New York flowers. Come down to the travel agency and see for yourself. For use only by adults age 21 and older. Keep out of reach of children and pets. In case of accidental ingestion or overconsumption, contact the National Poison Control Center. Consume responsibly. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their summer auto loan special. Take advantage of 2.49% interest on a new ride. No payments for 90 days or 84 months financing on new 22 or 23 models or refinance your current loan. AlcoaCommunityFCU.org with a new branch in Sheridan along with the service in Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Hunter's Refuge in Whitehall is celebrating 25 years in business with a massive anniversary sale this Wednesday through Saturday. Save up to 75% in our huge tent sale. Store-wide, many items slash to only 25 bucks. Sale includes items from Columbia, Drake, North Face, Oz, Birkenstock, Browning, Bandit, and more. Register in-store to win over $20,000 in giveaways. Sale is Wednesday through Saturday, brought to you in part by Columbia. Hunter's Refuge celebrating 25 years in business. Go to huntersrefuge.com to see the great deals. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just got to have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Taco Tuesday at Brewski's. $1.50 street tacos, $5 signature 22-ounce margaritas, $3 Jose shots, and trivia at 7 p.m. Taco Tuesday at Brewski's. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or your hip, maybe even your back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice and call my friends over at QC Kinetics. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all-natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people all over Central Arkansas every single day with this amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged tissue. It's just like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses a concentrated healing agent from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so that they'll work like they're supposed to. And there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and no to drugs. And the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics today at 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Ah, not again. Let me tell you about my man Tom. He had some serious bad luck. And one day he said to me, When is my luck gonna change? And I was like, You need to go with Tunica, bro. And he was like, Yeah! Good idea, bro. Tom was winning big money. People were cheering and kissing. My man was like, This is amazing! His losing streak was finally over. Man, I cannot believe my luck. Believe it. Because when you're a Tunica, you're always a winner. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone, brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. It's nearly time for Razorback football, all you hog partisans. And the good guys look loaded at the important positions of quarterback and running back. With proven offensive coordinator Dan Enos, the Hogs should have a solid offense. But questions still remain at wide receiver and on defense. But the coaches are excited about several transfers who should provide immediate help. I'm predicting a 7-5 and five mark. But if everything falls into place, maybe 8-4 and four or 9-3 and three isn't out of reach. As a wise man has said, go Hogs go. And woo pig suey. Double B's 34 locations in Arkansas are here to serve hog fans everywhere. Sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card and you'll save 10 cents a gallon at the pump. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People.
You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bowl eligible? Well, I believe I'm going to have me old cold beer. And that's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do so you need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some, you know what I mean? Be wild, be baby. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, and something that will never trigger us here on Out of Bounds is Guadney Chevrolet with some of the greatest deals you'll ever have when it comes to buying your new vehicle. Listen, we know that it's hot outside and the rain is pretty nice, but if you were driving out there in the rain like I was this morning, probably felt a little bit uneasy. You're like, man, I don't know if this car that I'm driving in is going to be able to handle this type of weather. Maybe it's been weathered a bit over time. Maybe it's getting up there in miles. Maybe it doesn't have the right wheels, the right power, the right strength that you need. Well, get rid of it and go over to Guadney Chevrolet. Trade it in and get you something real nice because they have plenty of inventory to choose from, whether it's Chevy Silverados, Tahoes, full-size cars, vehicles, Equinoxes. They got it all, and they're going to make sure that they take care of you. They got a great sales staff, award-winning sales staff over there that will make sure that they get you in a vehicle that you want and that you can afford. And then you can always take it back to their award-winning service departments on any of the maintenance that you're going to need on your vehicle. So there's no other place to go. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is it. Head over there now, 1301 TP White Drive, right off the Gregory Street exit. It's Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. It's Guatney Chevrolet, and you can shop them online at guatneychevrolet.com. Against Trigger Tuesday, we'll get into your Razor Hog update in just a second, get some fall camp updates on that as well. Um, I did see real quick that I guess Richard Sherman is joining Skip Bayless on the uh, Undisputed or Uninterrupted or whatever that show is called. That's going to be good. Yeah, I can't wait to good see the Good back first and one. forth with them. They have to at least have some fun with the original fight that they had when Skip was on first take and Richard Sherman was in the NFL and uh, Richard said essentially, I'm a better human than you. Like, they have to address that or at least have some fun with that. Oh, they should. Yeah, because that's, that's one of my favorite things ever. Especially uh, Richard Sherman, who was very vocal. And uh, between that and then the, the him yelling at Aaron Andrews about Michael Crabtree. And Michael of, Crabtree. Yeah. <laughs> he triggers everybody for I'm, some reason. I'm telling you, he was upset by that. But, uh, yeah, he's like, don't, well, he said, uh, sorry, wide receiver like that. Don't you ever talk about me. She's like, who was talking about you? Crabtree. He's <laughs> <laughs> so mad. Yeah. So mad, but he got the dub there, too. Well, that was the uh, 49ers was with Crabtree, right? And it was the Seahawks 49ers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they right. had some nice battles in the playoffs, and they're division rivals. Oh, yeah. So uh-huh. the rivalry goes deep with those two. Yeah, extra heat behind it. Uh, Stats <clears throat> and Conway. What's up, Stat? Well, I had a take. I was going to use it. But then I found out that it was the Freak's birthday, so I'm being nice today. So, happy birthday, Freak. <laughs> I appreciate hopefully, it, Stan. Uh, hopefully, the kids take care of you, and uh, the co-host takes care of you, too. Um, quick question, though. Did y'all see where Skip Holtz is going to be the special assistant to the head coach at Northwestern? Yes. And still going to continue to coach that? USFL. Oh, is he? Okay, I didn't see that part of it because I was thinking, hmm, this is an interesting plug-and-play system here. Hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, so it's something that he's like, yeah, appreciate that. Scott. Yeah, he's, uh, I guess, bounced around a little bit and I know that, uh, I guess, Arkansas played against him and his East Carolina team in that Liberty Bowl back in 2009, 2010, something like that. And was it Louisiana Tech? I think he was at for a period of time as a head coach. Yeah, he was Remember. there also. Yeah. Did he take over as a Power 5 job anywhere, or was it just uh, at Louisiana Tech? Or maybe SMU. I don't know. I'm trying to keep up with it. I know he moved around quite a bit, but, I mean, when Rui Holtz is your dad, you kind of have to be a coach, <laughs> it seems like. And he's had plenty of success, and he's lined himself up for other opportunities if he liked, and especially taking this role with Northwestern, but... Back-to-back champs in USFL. Yeah. So the guy can coach. Yeah, he's still got it going on for him, for sure. All right, let's go and jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 
This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog update, got to hear from Darren Wilson, the cornerbacks coach for the Razorback football team. And he's really liking what his newcomers have been showing back there in the secondary. We uh, got a few new guys. One, uh, Jaheim Singletary, uh, has been really impressive these uh, first four days. Uh, getting the defense down, he's flying around, communicate, he fit in with the rest of the guys. Uh, same with Keon Stewart, uh, another new guy that we have. Uh, just getting them acclimated and he's doing a good job uh, impressive player both of those guys knew uh, when you talk about from a freshman perspective uh, TJ Metcalf uh, he continues to impress uh, if you walked on the field you wouldn't even know he's a freshman how he communicates how he talk uh, he, he, he's he's impressive also uh, another guy Jalen Braxton has been having a really good uh, fall camp also we just talking from a new guys or uh, freshman perspective also, he had to say this about Hudson Clark and somebody who's been really impressing him with uh, the way that he is approaching every position on the field. Hudson is a guy that could play all five positions, both corners, the, the nickel position, or either safety uh, from his intelligence. Uh, he get, gets guys lines up, lined up. He can cover. Uh, Hud is he's progressing as well. He can pretty much do it all. In fact, here's Hudson Clark talking about turning the page from last season and focusing on this year. Yeah, I think obviously we're not going to like focus on last year, but I think we can take what we learned from last year and, and game experience and then turn it to this year and kind of learn from that. And, um, yeah, we've got a bunch of new guys, and, and they're excited to be here. They're excited to play. And so there's a lot of good competition. So I think it's best for us to just focus on this year and look ahead. It's not only just for the cornerbacks and for the defensive backs themselves, but also for the wide receivers they have to go up against each and every practice, and both Dwight McLaughlin and Hudson Clark have been impressed with what they've seen. Yeah, um, they give us good work. Um, Armstrong, yeah, he, he's been giving me good work. I mean, he's got way better since the spring. That's the crazy part about it, and I can see it whenever I go against him every day. Tyrone coming out there going hard. He had an injury in the spring, but He's back and he's doing pretty well. Tesla, everyone gives me their best whenever I'm out there. And, and it's good work. And I appreciate it because we all streaming. And they know that I'm not trying to let them win anything. And they know they they want to win every rip against me. So I appreciate that. Yeah, and I think on the inside, Isaiah, um, Jaden, and Bryce, I mean, those three, they got real speed. And so I think it's been good for me to go against that and see what it's like. And, and it's Also for the Razorback football team, we know it is watch list season as K.J. Jefferson has been named to the Davey O'Brien Award preseason watch list, one of 35 players. So it's really exclusive. The nation's top quarterbacks being named to the preseason watch list uh, for the Davey O'Brien Award. So a lot of things going on with the football team, and we'll know uh, some more from the wide receiver group. I'm sure tomorrow, and uh, also uh, they're going to be on, uh, I won't call it a bye day, but they're not going to be practicing tomorrow. It's going to be an off day, so uh, we'll get to hear from Kenny Guyton as well as Isaiah Satania and Andrew Armstrong tomorrow and some of the things they had to say, but there you have it. There's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. We will take a top-of-the-hour update when we come back. David Basil, our very own, is going to be joining us as the Little Rock Touchdown Club has officially announced their guest list. Or he's going to be coming to town this football season, and it is a monstrous one. We'll talk to him about that list and the excitement surrounding the Little Rock Touchdown Club itself. And we'll keep it moving here in the third hour of Out of Bounds coming up next. Erectile dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501 382 